Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who suffers from mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. All right, my friends, today I want to chat with you about something that I get asked a lot. So for those of you who follow me on social media, you see that I wake up early every single morning. Four o'clock, my alarm goes off and I start my day. I start my morning. And I get a lot of people that are like, oh my gosh, how in the heck do you wake up that early? You've got a baby. How, how do you do it? And so that's what this podcast is going to be all about. My morning routine, tips and tricks for how to not press snooze, how to do it as a mom, all the things. Okay. But I want to insert a little disclaimer here. If you are listening to this podcast and you are just having all the excuses as to why you can't establish a morning routine, I just invite you to turn it off right now. (laughs) This podcast is not for my excuse makers out there. This podcast is for the people who are wanting to take control of their lives by taking control of their mornings. If you are already listening to this and thinking, oh, I can't, I can't do a morning routine because I have a newborn sleeping in my room, or I can't do it because I, I X, Y, Z, I'm too tired. I'm not a morning person. I never have been. I never will be. So I'm just not even going to try it. I'm not even going to do it. Okay, then bye. Peace out. Bye, Felicia. See you later. This podcast is not for you. Okay. This podcast is for my people out there who are wanting to change their lives and who are wanting to take control of their life by taking control of their morning. I have been a mom for over four years, and I did not start doing a daily morning routine until my son was about 10 months old. And the book that did it for me was called, it's called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And the whole book is about, okay, you've woken up early. What do you do with your time? And he interviewed several, like hundreds, dozens, thousands, I don't know the number, a lot of successful people and realized that there was a pattern between what they were doing with their lives and how they were spending their mornings. And he compiled all of these things and he made it into an acronym and it's called your life savers. Okay. S stands for silence. A stands for affirmations. V stands for visualization, E stands for exercise, R stands for read, and S stands for scribe, okay? So all of these things, he talks about how you can literally have a six-minute miracle morning and do all of your lifesavers in six minutes, or you can turn it into a huge beast where it takes an hour or hour and a half like me and like Hal, the author, okay? But time is not an issue. If you are willing to wake up six minutes before your first kid typically wakes up, you can do this, okay? You can. And if you want to, if you want your child to be your alarm clock, okay, great. But 
I have noticed for myself those days where I accidentally forgot to set my alarm or I did set my alarm but didn't realize it was accidentally set for Saturday, Sunday time versus a weekday time or I decided, you know what, I'm just going to let myself sleep and my kids are the ones that wake me up. There is a very, 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 very tangible difference in my energy throughout the day. And one of my very favorite analogies that I've ever heard on this topic, maybe you've heard it before, but Darren Hardy was the first one that I ever heard it from. And he talked about how when you're on an airplane, they always encourage you and remind you if there's anything that goes wrong on this plane. And I I feel like I've already talked about this on a previous episode. I can't remember for sure. But if there's anything that ever goes wrong and you need an air mask, remember to put on your own first before you put on the masks of others. And it seems really counterintuitive. Like if I got my kiddo next to me, like the first thing I want to do is put on his or hers, right? But if I do that, I could run out of air and my influence and my impact stops the second I run out of air. But if I put mine on first, then my potential to help other people is endless. I can help my son. I can help my daughter. I can help my husband. I can help the elderly person next to me. I can help the busy mom next to me. I can help XYZ, whatever, because I put my air mask on first. And the whole morning routine thing, this is you, mama, putting on your air mask. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot save someone from drowning if you don't know how to swim. Okay, all the analogies, all the phrases you've heard, all the whatever. If you want to be the mom that you are hoping and wanting to be, this stuff makes a difference. And I hear so many mamas that are like, how do you, like, I could never read that many books in a year or in a, in a week or in a month. Like, I don't have time to read books or I don't have time to X, Y, Z, whatever. And girlfriend, this is where the time come from, comes from. I don't have the time either. I make the time. I make it a priority. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Trust me. Believe me. I would love, <laughs> love to sleep until six, seven, whatever. That is not the life I'm living right now. That is not. And maybe one day my kiddos will sleep in till 9, 10 o'clock or they'll be totally okay to do their own thing. But right now that is not the life I live. That is not the life that I live. So if I want the time to myself, my kids aren't in school, I have to wipe a lot of butts, change a lot of diapers, get breakfast 432 times, clean up 700 spills, whatever, all the things. If I want to start my day on a happy foot and make sure that my cup is filled before I spend a whole bunch of time pouring into others. I have to wake up at four. So last night I went to bed literally at 745, (laughs) like literally. That's not normal. Normally I don't go to bed that early, but there are definitely times that I'm like, I am just done. I'm tired and I'm going to bed. And I got eight hours of sleep last night. There are a lot of days that it's 10 o'clock and me and my husband are still like watching a show or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kick myself tomorrow, but I, I want to watch this show with you. I want to finish it or whatever. And we go to bed at 1030 and wake up at four. And you better believe that's a day that I take a nap. <laughs> and sometimes it's a, all right, my kiddos are napping. I'm going to nap too. Sometimes it's a, okay, children, literally like I'm going to be in my room. You guys watch this show for 30 minutes. I'll lay here on the couch by you. I know it's not going to be a great nap, but I'm going to take a nap anyways. Or my oldest, uh, okay, son, watch a show. 
the girls are asleep. I'm going to go sleep in my room. I'll leave the door open. Come get me if you need me. And he's totally that kid that I can totally trust to, he'll come get me if I need him or if he needs me. So sometimes I just have to sneak in the nap. Some days it's like, oh, great. I got a three hour nap because my kids slept for three hours. But that is like very, very, very rare. Or Blake happens to come home early and I take a nap at four o'clock in the afternoon. Whatever. Okay. Every day it looks a little different. And sleep matters. So this is not me telling you like burn the candle at both ends of the stick and never get sleep anymore and whatever, sacrifice so that you can fill your cup. No, still sleep. Sleep is important. If you wake up early, take a nap or make sure you're going to bed at a decent time so that you can wake up early and take the time to fill your cup, whatever it is. Okay. Sleep still matters. But with all that said, if you want to have time, you got to make the time. You got to make the time. I'm lovingly grabbing you by the shoulders and shaking you and looking in your eyeballs, okay? Make the time to pour into you and move your life forward, okay? So with that said, I want to chat about how how to get up. And it sounds like so simple, but it's it's really not. For those of you who like struggle with like the snooze button and okay, great. I have these great intentions the night before that I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it and I'm going to whatever all the things. And then the morning comes and you're like, oh my gosh, I hit the snooze button 400 times and I don't even remember doing that. How? Okay. So these tips are for you. All right. First tip for stop stopping the snooze button thing. Okay. Charge your phone across the room. If your phone is your alarm, charge it across the room. If your alarm clock is your alarm, plug it in across the room. Whatever it is that wakes you up every single morning, make it so you literally have to get out of bed to go turn it off. And I know some of you might already be thinking of all the excuses. I have a baby sleeping in my room. I can't do that. Okay. Me too, friend. Not today. She's in her own room now, but I have had that. And I still do my morning routine, even with a newborn. I literally, like my baby is two days old and I'm still doing it because I know it fills my cup and I know it makes me happy three years, three and a half years later. Okay. You're even more motivated to get your booty up and out of bed to turn it off because you have a sleeping baby in your room and you really, really, really don't want to wake up that child. Y'all, it's it's early. Like, they're still tired. They'll hear it. They'll move a little bit. They'll go right back to sleep. And if they don't, okay, great. You tried it and you figured it out. Okay, maybe try turning it down a little bit. And one of my very favorite things in my nutrition program, actually, is where she says, try it track it and see. And that's like in relation to your nutrition. If you're trying something new with your nutrition, try it, track it and see. Did it work for you? Did it not? Did you lose weight? Did you not? Okay. The same thing goes with everything in your life. Try it. Don't diss it before you freaking try it. Okay. Try it. And then if your baby keeps waking up and you've done it three days in a row, you tried a different song that was a little quieter at the start. You tried turning it down a little. You tried X, Y, Z, whatever. Try it. Track it. See. Okay, great. It didn't work. Or it did. Okay, great. I'm going to keep going. Deal? Deal. Okay, thanks. Perfect. Let's move on. So first tip, move your phone across the room or your alarm clock or whatever. Second tip. Okay, great. I've known people who are like, okay, I did that. I got up. I turned it off. But then I just went right back to bed. Okay. That, my friend, is a life problem. I don't want to say problem, but I can't think of another word off the top of my head right now. Okay. If you are someone who struggles like, okay, great. I got up. I'm up. I turned off my alarm, but I 
still don't want to, that means you something about your life you're not looking forward to. And that's a gut check. You need to change something about your life, okay? And sometimes that's just as simple as, you know what, I just don't know what to do now that I'm awake. And I'm, I'm going to share that with you, okay? I'm going to share that with you. But if you try all these tips and all the things that I shared and you're still like, okay, no, I know what to do. Like I know what my morning routine should look like. And you're still getting up, turning off your alarm and crawling right back into bed. Girlfriend, look at your life. Why are you avoiding it? What is it in your life that you dislike? And change it. Change it. Because if you're afraid to face your day, if you're afraid to face your life, if you think your bed is better than your life, something is wrong and you need to change it. Okay? It's, it comes back to that whole one-liner from um, Struggle for Words, The Greatest Showman, where he says, you're dreaming with your eyes wide open. Come alive. Right? Come alive in your life. And there's a quote that I absolutely love that says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and do that because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. Okay? Look at your life. Make yourself come alive. Every day should be exciting. And like, if you think to Christmas Eve night, right? Christmas morning, nobody struggles. Nobody struggles to wake up on Christmas morning unless you're like Scrooge, right? But the normal average Joe, it doesn't matter if they got six hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, two minutes of sleep, no sleep at all. They pulled an all-nighter. They are excited for Christmas morning. Why? Because it's a beautiful and joyous day full of people they love, things they love, traditions they love, excitement, all the things. Okay, so your challenge is to make every day like Christmas. Does it always happen? No. Is every Christmas freaking fabulous, phenomenal through the roof? No. Like I can assure you that you have more memorable, fabulous Christmases than others. But that's not to say Christmas morning, though, you're still able to wake up because you're excited about what the day has in store for you. Okay? Okay. So now, great. I put my phone across the room. I'm excited about my life. I'm awake. All the things. Okay. Next up, what I personally do is I brush my teeth. I don't know what it is, but as soon as I brush my teeth and that like minty freshness hits my mouth, it wakes me up for some reason. Okay. Let's be real. Sometimes I got to go to the bathroom first. So that's really the first thing I do. But the next thing I do is brush my teeth. Okay. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all in my head. I don't know. It wakes me up though every single morning. For those of you who want to, this is a good spot where you can jump in the shower to help you wake up too. I personally change immediately into my workout clothes because I know I'm going to work out as part of my morning routine. And that helps me wake up too because I'm changed. And I always, always, always set my clothes out the night before so that I'm not like groggily trying to figure out something that matches, that's clean, that whatever, I'm not going to look homeless in, whatever. Okay. Set your clothes out the night before, all the things. Another thing that I personally do as soon as my alarm goes off is I make sure my AirPods are right next to my phone when it's charging at night. And I pop one of my AirPods into my ear while I'm using the restroom, while I'm brushing my teeth, while I'm weighing myself, changing my clothes, all the things. And I set my timer for 10 minutes on an app called Think Up. And it's an affirmations and visualization app where I'm sure I'll talk about that at a later episode. That is not the episode this. No. Okay. But it's a affirmations and visualization app where 
you hear your own voice set to music talking about your goals and dreams that you have. And it's yourself reading the things that are important to you, the the habits you want to create, the vision you have for your life, all the things. I listen to that every single morning, first thing. And it wakes me up too. Okay. So there's a little bit of tips that like the second your feet hit the floor, what to do to help yourself wake up. And another thing that Hal Elrod talks about is getting yourself some water and drinking very first thing. This is honestly something I'm not very good at right now, but I want to get better at it is just drinking 16 ounces of water as soon as my feet hit the floor. Go downstairs because my water bottle I put in the fridge overnight. It's a one gallon water bottle and just drinking 16 ounces first thing before any other anything goes into my mouth. And that wakes you up too. Okay. So great. You use the bathroom, you changed into your workout clothes or took a shower, you brush your teeth or whatever. Okay. Now what, what do I do now that I'm like up, I'm awake, I'm ready to go. That's where your savers comes in. Okay. And this is not a like one size fits all. This is how your morning routine must look. I'm just sharing what I do to help you spark some ideas. Okay. And I have changed my morning routine. Like I don't even know how many times, so many times, so many times, but no matter how it changes, those six savers have stayed the same. Okay. Sometimes I do them in a different order. Sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to try meditating or praying this way instead. Or I, Ooh, I love this new app about affirmations. I'm going to choose to do that or whatever. Okay. So this is the quick rundown of my miracle morning. So S savers, right? S stands for silence. So that can be meditation or prayer. Me personally, I do both. I pray on my knees out loud for five minutes. I literally set a timer and say a prayer for five minutes. And at first it was really, really hard. And I was like, what in the heck am I supposed to talk about for five minutes? But as I've continued to do it, I love it. I love it. And the five minutes is going by faster and faster every day. Um, And I meditate. Okay. There's a free app called Insight Timer. I talked about it on the last podcast episode um, with like the prenatal meditations I did when I was pregnant with my third and so fabulous. There's also meditations. If you're one of my fit lifers on Beachbody on demand, it's called unstress. That's a 21 day meditation program. And then there's a whole bunch of short three to four minute meditations too, that you already have access to. And those are fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Okay. So I do both. I pray and I meditate. You don't have to do both. You can do one or the other, but some form of silence. Okay. And it doesn't have to be a guided meditation. It can literally just, I'm setting my timer for one minute. I'm just going to sit here in a calming position, laying down, sitting, whatever. And I'm just going to breathe. And it's okay if my thoughts wander and it's okay because I'm giving myself grace and I'm just going to keep breathing and I'm just going to keep trying and all the things. Okay. There's so many health benefits to meditation. I'm not going to get into that here. You can look it up if you'd like to. Okay. A affirmations. I already briefly mentioned this. The Think Up app is what I'm doing right now. It's my own voice, my own affirmations, talking about the goals that I have and the habits that I want to create. Okay. So every single morning or sometimes during the day, if I didn't get to it in the morning, that's rare, but it does happen. Something, some habit that I want to create in my life that I'm reminding myself of every single day. And it's in the format of because I, da, 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 I, da, 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 da. Okay. So for example, I want to have a clean home, right? So I have an affirmation that says, because I make the time every night 
to do the dishes, tidy up the toys, clean my floors. I wake up each morning with a peaceful, calming feeling as I walk down my stairs every day. Okay. So it's because I, da 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 da, right? Clean my house, do my dishes, XYZ, reminding myself what I want. I have a peaceful feeling as I walk down my stairs each morning because my house is clean, right? So it's, that's a habit I want to create. And I might not be very good at that right now, or I'm maybe still making progress, but this is a habit I want. And I'm ingraining those habits into my brain because I take this action. I have this feeling and emotion and excitement, whatever. Okay. So those are affirmations. And I have as many as I want recorded on this ThinkUp app. Okay. And it's not free. It does cost money, but it is absolutely worth it. It's $99 for your whole life forever. Okay. That's the option I did. You can play, you can pay for like a three month version, a six month version, or your whole life. I just did my whole life because it's already worth it and it's fabulous. So that's my affirmations. Okay. And it's my own voice reminding myself the habits and things that are important to me that I want to implement in my life. The V stands for vision, okay? And this is where you dream and you goal set and all the things and you write it down and you make it a reality, right? You've heard it a million times that a goal not written down is just a dream, right? You got to write down what you want and it becomes even more powerful when you are reminded of it every single day. So there's multiple things that I do for vision. So one, I have also recorded my vision in my ThinkUp app and the wording is different. So my affirmations start with because I, right, I just talked about this, vision starts with I am so happy and grateful now that. And in the ThinkUp app, you can add tags to your recordings. And so I have recorded or I have added a tag. Okay, this is an affirmation. This is a vision. And sometimes when I'm listening to it in the morning, I want to listen to both and I want to listen to them and they like whatever shuffle through both. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just want to visualize right now. And so I just turn it to my vision only. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I need to remind myself my affirmations and I just change it to just my affirmations only. And it's awesome. Super simple, super great. Okay. So vision starts with, I am so happy and grateful now that, and it's everything that I want, right? Even everything from, I am so happy and grateful now that my husband and I are walking into Costco to buy a new beautiful trash can because it's the last thing on our list that we need and want to replace in our house. And we have already updated the carpets. We've changed the floors. My kids have beautiful beds. We have incredible home decor. Our We live without debt, all the things, right? And now we're walking into Costco to buy a trash can because we've already accomplished all the other financial goals that we have for ourselves and our house, okay? It's worded a lot more eloquently than that, but you got it. You got the point, right? That's one of my visions, okay? Another one of my visions is I am so happy and grateful now that I'm spending my 30th birthday in Japan. I have always wanted to visit there and I am so happy and grateful now that we're finally going, right? And It's awesome that it's recorded in my own voice because I can make sure that I recorded it at a time when I was excited versus like, it's windy outside and I'm feeling super down, right? Like I recorded it at a time when my recording sounded good, my voice was happy and positive and whatever, so that there's emotion in my voice every single time I listen to it in the future, okay? So that's vision. And again, I I just shared, I knock out both those things in the 10 minutes where I'm using the bathroom, brushing my teeth, changing into my workout clothes, 
weighing myself because that's part of my my nutrition program too is I get on the scale every single day. Okay. So I knock out all 10 minutes of that in in the very first part of my day. Okay, sweet. I've been awake for 10 minutes and I'm already done with affirmations and vision. Okay. So the E stands for exercise. And again, you don't have to do a one and a half to two hour miracle morning. You can do, all right, I woke up. I'm going to do a one minute prayer or one minute of meditation. I'm going to do one minute of an affirmation, whatever. I'm going to look at myself in the mirror. And for one minute, I'm going to tell myself affirmations. For one minute, I'm going to visualize about the life that I want. For one minute, I'm going to bust out some jumping jacks or push-ups or crunches or whatever. Okay. For one minute, I'm going to read a positive, uplifting book. For one minute, I'm going to write in my journal and think about things that I'm grateful for. Okay. You can literally have a six-minute miracle morning. This does not have to turn into an hour and a half beast. Okay. And on those busy days or shoot, I did not wake up to my alarm. I still want to do this. My kid woke me up. Okay. Kid go entertain yourself for six minutes while I bust this out. Okay. Like this is totally, totally doable. Okay. With that said, going back exercise. I personally have a fabulous service that I get to do my workouts in my living room. I walk into my living room, I push play, it's done. I don't have to commute anywhere. I don't have to find a sitter. I don't have to drive. I don't have to whatever, all the things. It's fabulous. Okay. So I don't know what you have. Maybe you do need to drive to the gym. Maybe you just go outside, you go on a walk. Maybe you go on a run. Maybe you bust out some push-ups or crunches or whatever it looks like for you. Just get in some exercise every single day, every single day, even if it's a stretch, yoga, whatever. It makes your body happy. It makes your brain happy. It makes your body function better. I definitely feel the difference on the bot on the days that I'm like sitting still all day. I'm way more sore and tight and tired than on the days that, nope, this is just what I do. I do something for my body every single day, every single day, every single day. And it doesn't always have to be intense or crazy. It's just, I, I move my body every day. So today I went on a walk for 20 minutes and it was fabulous and I loved it. Okay. So just move your body exercise in some way, shape or form. Okay. All right. The R stands for read. And this is not like Harry Potter time. This is, I am going to read a physical book that is about something in my life that I need to improve on. That is, you know what? I don't really know what I'm doing when it comes to parenting. So I'm going to read a parenting book. All right. My marriage is kind of on the rocks right now. I need to figure that out. Okay, this is when you read that marriage book. I am really struggling with self-confidence. Okay, great. This is when you read that self-confidence book. I am really struggling with my relationship with God. Okay, great. This is when you read a book that will help you increase your relationship with God. Okay, are you getting the point? Whatever it is that you are struggling with in your personal life, this is the time where you read. And there's been a million and a half fabulous personal development people that I love, follow, trust, whatever, that suggest 10 pages a day. No more, no less. Because if you do less, okay, you can do more. You totally can do more. I didn't mean that. No less, though, because, I mean, if you're anything like me, you read one to two pages, you take a couple days off, you pick it back up, and you're like, what did I even read? You got to do it again. You take a couple days off. Oh my gosh, it's going to take me four and a half years to get through this book, right? If you read 10 pages every single day, day in and day out, you will finish a lot of books by the end of the year. Like I think the average is like 13 to 15 normal size books if you are reading 10 pages every single day, no matter what. Okay. And if it's 13 to 15 books that are in the areas that you most struggle, just think about the person that you're going to be on the other side of that. Okay. 
it will totally change your life. It will totally change your life. All of this stuff will totally change your life. Okay. The last one, scribe or write, is whatever you want it to be. If that's I write in a gratitude journal, if that's I brain dump my to-do list and I plan out my day, I time block, I whatever I'm going to write about my day yesterday, I'm going to journal out something that's really been bugging me. I'm going to work through a limiting belief that I have. I'm going to write down some negative thoughts that I've been having and try to figure out what's going on. I'm going to write a, a letter to a friend. I'm going to whatever. Okay. Whatever. Just take the time to write. For me personally, every single day, I have two things that I do. A lot of things that I do, two books that I use, I should have said. One is my Red Fox Planner, and I make sure that my day is mapped out. I time block, and I try to do it the night before, but definitely the morning if I didn't get to it the night before, and I write down, I brain dump my to-do list, okay? It just totally helps my stress, overwhelm, anxiety, all the things. So that's one thing that I do. The second thing that I do is I have a completely separate journal. It's called a bullet journal. That's freaking phenomenal. Highly suggest it. There's a key in the back to help you utilize it most effectively. But I write 10 things that I'm grateful for. No more, no less, just 10. And every single thing I write, I am grateful for. I am grateful for versus like, I am grateful for hangers, my shoes, my hair, my face, whatever. Like I'm grateful for every single time. Okay. And one thing that I heard that I love is especially, hello, Thanksgiving time, right? If you said a prayer of gratitude and you forgot to mention this thing, it would go away. How would that change your prayer? How would that change your expression of gratitude, right? And that for me was like, holy cazoli, like I got to now be grateful for my eyebrows and my eyelashes and my fingernails and the like literally all the little things that I totally take for granted. What if I didn't express gratitude for it and it totally went away? Like it opens your eyes up to everything we have to be grateful for, right? So I find 10 things every day that I'm grateful for. And I also write a statement with my non-dominant hand. And this is something that I learned from one of my mentors. Her name is Micah Folsom. And she learned it from one of her mentors. His name is Bob Proctor. And it's the whole point of it is to teach and train your brain because you're using your non-dominant hand to push through hard things. You're literally retraining your brain because it feels silly. It feels insignificant. It feels dumb. And you're like, why in the heck am I doing this? This is not doing a gosh dang thing. Why do I keep doing this? But you do, you keep doing it and it's hard and it feels so awkward, but you're literally retraining your brain that, okay, even when something feels hard, even when something feels awkward, even when something feels foreign, I push through and I complete it and I finish it no matter how uncomfortable it makes me. And it literally retrains that part of your brain. And the statement that I write with my non-dominant hand is incredibly powerful in and of itself. And what I write every day is, I am so happy and grateful now that I realize my spiritual DNA is perfect and that perfection is within me. I begin each day looking for areas of my life where I want to see that perfection expressed habitually. Okay, every single day I write that with my non-dominant hand. 
It feels so awkward. It's really long. It takes a, it takes like five to 10 minutes. It looks like a little kindergartner wrote it, maybe even <laughs> a two-year-old, right? It looks terrible, but I push through, I do it, and I am, I can tell. I can tell it's doing something to my brain. And I remember like literally one day reaching out to Micah, the one who introduced it to me, and like, what is this statement doing to my brain? I can tell something is different. Can you explain like the science or whatever behind this, the psychology? And she was like, oh yeah, girlfriend. Like it's literally retraining your brain to push through hard things. So keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And I have, I've been doing it almost every day for eight months now and it's literally life-changing. So, and then the last thing I do for my scribe session is I track our expenses every single day. I have a spot in my bullet journal that every single day I write down the date, what, how much money was spent, where we spent it and what category it goes in, whether it's like food, bills, miscellaneous, XYZ, whatever. Um, because that's something that I learned in this self-reliance class that I took and putting pen to paper and being very, 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 very aware of where our money has been spent has been super fabulous for me and my spouse to recognize, do we really need this? Do we really want this? And, and that whole quote, right? A budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And I personally believe no matter how wealthy you get, a budget is something you, you will have. If, if you are a financially smart person, because you got to tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went, no matter if you make a thousand dollars a month or $20 million a month, right? You got to tell your money where to go or else you'll, you'll wonder where it went. And so every single day I track our expenses and it's been totally life-changing too. Okay. So I do all of those things every single morning. And like I said, it takes me like an hour, hour and a half. There's a reason I wake up at four so that I can get all those things done before my son wakes up at 545. And the very last thing that I do is exercise. And I do all the other things first. And the very last thing that we do is exercise. And so sometimes my son exercises with us with us at home in our living room. And it's totally okay with me. And sometimes he interrupts us 400 times. And sometimes he needs us to get him, you know, like the 700 breakfast, like I've already talked about. And okay, I finished this and now I want this. Or I spilled this and you got to help me clean it up. And X, Y, Z, oh my gosh, now I pooped. And you got to help me wipe my bum. And all the, oh my gosh, it's obviously my favorite part ever. But so sometimes our, our workouts do get interrupted a lot. <laughs> and you know what? That's just the nature of the beast. But the, the moments where we are working out together and he comes down and he sees me and my husband working out almost every single day together, either me alone, my husband alone, or both of us together, if we're doing a program that we both like, that I can't even tell you how freaking awesome that is for my son. And that he sees both of us make, making our health a priority, making exercise a priority and making our relationship a priority, especially when we're able to do something together. And he joins us 99.999% of the time. It's only like for a couple minutes, but there is a very rare occasion where he wakes up and doesn't do at least part of it with us. And it's awesome. And it's been a super incredible bonding experience with him too. So like I said, those six things are miracle morning your savers. You can do them in any order you want, any order. Okay. And just in case you're curious, me personally, I pray first. I meditate next. I do my gratitude next and all the scribe stuff that I just said. Um, okay. Technically, like I said, I do my affirmations and vision very, very first, but then as soon as I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down to do my miracle morning stuff, then that's what I do. Um, 
And then as soon as I'm done with my tracking my expenses and all the scribe stuff, then I read. I read my scriptures. I read 10 pages of personal development. And then I'm ready to go work out. And it's awesome. And it totally blesses and changed, has changed my life immensely. And I even do a modified version of it on the weekends. Saturdays, I still wake up. Sundays, I allow myself to sleep in. But Sundays, my to-do list isn't quite as long as other days. And so I do it. I just don't do it like at four o'clock in the morning. I just do it with my kids around and whatever. It's okay. And last thing I want to say before I close this out, it has been so cool to extend this challenge to my children. And now it's not just something that I do. It's something my whole family does, literally. My husband and I do it together. And there were a lot of days that I totally did it by myself, but my husband has really, really started to do it with me. And we started having our kids do a morning routine as well. It used to be like, all right, you can watch TV. My oldest, like I said, would wake up at 545 and we'd tell him, okay, as soon as it's seven, you can watch something, but we don't want you to come downstairs and immediately be watching TV. So you have to do your morning stuff before you can watch anything. And he has his own little modified version. And so I think that's part of the reason why he works out with us so often too is because it's part of his morning routine as well. So we encourage him and my he's four and we have a two-year-old and she needs to do her morning stuff too before they can watch anything on TV. And they need to do, they need to say a prayer for their silence. They need to go look in the mirror and say something nice to themselves. And it is so cute to hear this like two-year-old little voice, I am beautiful, right? Or I am awesome. And it's like the best. It literally like brings tears to my eyes almost every time. And to hear my son say, I am strong. I am awesome. And it's, it's literally just one of the best parts of my whole day. And then they work out. Um, sometimes that's, we turn on music on our Alexa and they jump on the couch. Sometimes I turn on a little workout for them that is on the same streaming service I have. Sometimes they join us in our workout. Sometimes they go outside and jump on the tramp. Sometimes they play soccer together. Sometimes they X, Y, Z, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just move your body somehow, some way. And then we sit down and read a chapter of a kid's book together. Right now we're reading Junie B. Jones and I read them one chapter for part of their morning stuff and then they write in their journal and they're two and four guys like they don't know how to write but they grab a pencil or a marker or a crayon or whatever and they draw a picture or they draw write some letters and and I ask them what did you write about today what are you grateful for today and they're I mean it's a hundred percent scribbles but they I'm grateful for and then they tell me whatever it is that they're grateful for that day And you better believe like the seeds that (laughs) are being planted in those sweet little brains, like they are going to grow up to be incredible humans. Like they will. I know it. I know it. I know it. And I didn't start this Miracle Morning stuff till I was 26. And if I had started when I was two or four, like, holy cazoli, what kind of human would I be today if I had had these habits ingrained in me for not just four years, but for 28 years, right? If I had started when I was two. So This doesn't just have to be something that you do to better your life, to fill your cup, to be a better mom. This can also be something you teach your your children. And this can be something that you have them do with you or after you. And you can totally bless and change their lives too. Okay. Hopefully this was helpful. I freaking love you. And I totally believe in you. And it's going to be hard. And there's going to be a lot of days that you're like, do I really need to do it? Is it really making a difference? And 
I know, I know, because I've seen it multiple times, because this is one of the very first things that all the people who join me on my health and fitness journey, the people who join as coaches, this is one of the very first things that they change about their lives. And every single person that I have chatted with that has made this change in their life has expressed incredible amounts of gratitude for the way their life has changed because they have established a morning routine. So I challenge you to do it. I challenge you to start tomorrow. I challenge you to give yourself some grace if you sleep in a little bit, if you just need to do a six minute miracle morning versus an hour and a half one. I challenge you to just try it, to give yourself some grace and keep trying and try again and try again and try again. And like literally, if you can just, okay, I I woke up six minutes before my first kid. Okay, I did it. Okay, I'm going to do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then, okay, great. I did that for a couple days. Now I'm going to try half an hour and I'm going to do all of those things for five minutes instead of one. Oh my gosh, I did it. Okay, great. Now I'm going to progress. And holy cow, I've been doing this for three years and now my miracle morning takes me an hour and a half, right? But it is literally my favorite part of my day, a hundred million percent. And like I said, seeing my kids do it now too, like it is just totally the norm and I love it and I wouldn't change it for the world. So Hello, Rod. If you ever hear this, if you're ever listening, thank you for changing my life. (laughs) And I would totally encourage all of you guys to read The Miracle Morning as soon as you can. Try it out. Get her done. Change your life. Put your air mask on. You're the shiz. Okay? I love you. I believe in you. And I'll talk to you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.